Welcome to the Varmints Podcast and our special series of National Podcast Posting Month shows, A Frog a Day. We're not animal experts, but every episode, we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listener, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet, one animal at a time. Varmints Podcast is on all the social things, and you can find a list of them at linktree slash Varmints Podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Varmints Podcast. Or use your very favorite search engine and, you know, you'll find us. It's fine. I'm Megan Danger, and have you ever felt like you just you just can't do the stuff that you should be able to? Have you ever felt like in certain ways you're just a you're a person who has a hard time peopling? Well, you shouldn't feel bad. I mean, you shouldn't feel bad for many reasons, but here's another reason why you shouldn't feel bad. Because you're in the company of the pumpkin toadlet, today's frog that we're going to be talking about. The pumpkin toadlet, Latin name, oh, Oh dear, okay. Brachycephalus ephippium, or Spix's saddleback toad, is a small, brightly colored species of frog uh, endemic to southeastern Brazil, and it can be found in Espirito Santo, Rio de Janeiro, southeastern Sao Paulo, and southeastern Minas Gerais. Its conservation status is uh, least concern. People are not very worried about it. It's a little itty-bitty frog. Adults are generally between 0.49 and 0.78 inches. It's just, it's just a little guy. It's about the size of, a, of an M&M. It's super bright yellow orange, and that is worn, that's for good reason. That's a warning color because it is just chock full of toxin in its skin and organs. Uh, they contain tetrodotoxin and a different isolated analog of toxin. 11 oct. So tetradotoxin. All right, that went better than I thought it would, which is extremely rare in other animals, like including marine animals. Not a lot of, of creatures that walk this earth have this toxin, and it's considered four to five times more potent than the tetradotoxin itself. So they're poisonous little guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's where evolution kind of ends for these guys. <laughs> 
because the pumpkin toadlet has just a hard time. I think the best way to sum it up is uh, there was an article in June of this year in The Atlantic by Catherine J. Wu, the title of which is A Frog So Small It Could Not Frog. <laughs> Come on, that's good. When you're just like, I can't people today. Oh, the frog, This frog can't frog any day. And, and let me tell you why. They're bad at jumping. They're so bad at jumping. And jumping is kind of frogs' whole thing. They, they jump. And, and they jump very well. Uh, you know, they're, they're almost an Olympian sort of way where they, they're very acrobatic. The pumpkin toadlet <laughs> launches itself into the air. They get pretty high. And then they kind of do some weird cartwheel rotisserie chicken-esque spinning. And they fall flat on their face or their butt or their belly or their back. And they just they just bounce. It's, it's, it's like when you see someone fumble a football. It's it's rough. And so th there's nothing wrong with the frogs themselves. It's a sensory deficit. They are so incredibly small that their inner ear, which is the seat of their vestibular system, which coordinates their like movement and balance and such, are so tiny that they are just about non-functional, which means it's incredibly difficult for the pumpkin toadlet to orient itself in space just while it's walking let alone figure out how to land once it jumps. <laughs> they, they walk around just, like, looking like they're, they're drunk. Um, in an article in the Smithsonian Magazine, uh, Edward Stanley, the co uh, study co-author and director of the Florida Museum of Natural History's Digital Discovery and Dissemination Laboratory, says, quote, They're not great jumpers. And they're not particularly good walkers either. They sort of stomp around in a stilted, peg-like version of walking. People are very mean to this poor little frog that can't do frog things. This little guy is just doing his best. Pumpkin also, they, they uh, never live a life as tadpoles. They're actually hatched on land as, as, as adults, basically. Um, they are born frogs, which I, I think is, is sort of interesting. <laughs> Some species of pumpkin toadlets, their inner ear structures are so, so puny and so undeveloped that they are deaf to their own mating calls. They cannot hear their own mating calls. These poor little guys. Now you may be saying to yourself, Hey, Megan, how, 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 how does this frog? And, you know, you, you'd think that uh, this would make them more vulnerable to predators, but there, there has been um, very little what is called evolutionary pressure to, you know, get... Get, get good <laughs> because they're just so toxic that they pretty much get left alone and so there's no reason for them to be good at jumping so they just hop around flopping about not a care in the world can't hear much but you know what they're doing good remember they are of least concern in terms of conservation these frogs are are doing it they are thriving so if the pumpkin toadlet can do it, despite everything, then listeners, you can do it too. Just remember the pumpkin toadlet. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all for now on today's Frog a Day. This show was produced by Donna Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes, with intro music by Infomercial USA and bed music by Josh Lippy and the Overtimers. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. If you enjoyed the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at buymeacoffee.com slash varmintspodcast. 90% of proceeds go to the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Keensburg, Colorado. Thanks for listening. It'd be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.